Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Down to the Core. We are your host. I am Jim. And I'm Julie. And we are the founders of Sita Hope Soul Coaching. And each week we will bring you three episodes where you will get to hear her perspective, his perspective, and, and our perspective. perspective. Today, Today you'll get, get both, both of us. us. So, so let's, let's get, get started. started. Good morning, Soul Family. Good morning, Soul Family. Hope this day finds you doing awesome and amazing. Yep. <coughs> the next day after the full blue moon. Oh, I was pretty, uh, we had an amazing night last night. Yes. <coughs> and, uh, excuse me, it's, uh, it's humid here, so my cough is coming back, and which I'm not happy about, but it's what it is. And, um. Yep. Anyway. Anyhow, we just pushed record because we thought we have such great conversations. <laughs> but then as soon as we're recording, it's like, oh my gosh. Oh no, now what are we going to talk about? Yeah, what are we going to talk about? So we just thought we would come on, just do a check-in and kind of let you know how our week's been and just... Show up and things and stuff. So one thing that you know, it's funny to me, and uh, you know, so like the whole this last week, maybe not the whole last week, but the last four or five days, anyways. Julie and I have both been feeling pretty off. Um, Mercury, yeah, and then we finally realized, oh yeah, it's the Mercury retrograde, which totally. Just it does it throws everything throws off. off, and um, you know. But I guess the thing about it is that even though we feel off, we continue to do what we got to do, right? And we continue to do the things necessarily that we don't want to do, <laughs> you know, that we know we should do, you know, spiritually or you know, moving forward with things and you know stuff like that. So. Um, and I'm really grateful that we pushed through this week because we had we had a pretty amazing night last night. Yes. Yes, we did. It was awesome. Um, I know that for some of you, you know, listening to this or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to put it out there in the... Because I already... No, from experience but um here's my challenge i guess for you um so we did we went out got our you know charged up our crystals and um i was able to write a goodbye letter to someone and get you know move past that and just you know sat in the moon um and it was amazing. But I I say that with like hesitation and all this stuff because you know, I don't I don't really know who all is listening to our podcast and I don't know if you know people are listening to this because you know they've been following us from the beginning which I know there's people that are um one of my best friends listens to it every single week for the most part, you know, which we're super grateful for. 
but we're also on the same wavelength and understanding of, you know, just understanding each other. I also know that there are people that listen to this because they just want to know what the hell's going on with us. Mm-hmm. And that's totally understandable, too. Yeah, because... And um, I guess this is a really good way for you to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can have whatever judgment that you have. That's on you. That's not on me. Um, but with that being said, if we know as human beings, because we're taught in school how the moon affects the waters, the tides, the, tides, mm-hmm. the ocean, and all of those things, I cannot... And I've never been able to understand. I've always been attracted to the moon, to the stars. I mean, even as a little girl, you can go back and ask my family that was around me. My, if my grandma was alive, she would tell you that I lived my summers on the back porch looking at the stars mm-hmm. and the moon. So did I. And um, so with that being said, I have never been able to understand why people do not understand how the moon affects them because we mm-hmm. are made of water. Yep. I mean, we are some people say 70 to 80% water, some people yeah. say 90% they, water, whatever. But we are made we are we are made of water. Mm-hmm. We are primary water. And so if the moon affects the oceans and the tides and all of those things and the animals and all of those things. And then you think about the, the, the flowers that bloom at night and due to the moon and Mm -hmm. why would it not affect us? Exactly. And, and people throughout life will nonchalantly when they're in a bad mood or Mm -hmm. whatever, be like, Oh, it's gotta be the moon. And then, you know, they laugh it off and joke around Mm -hmm. There's truth to it. <laughs> right. And so I would say yeah. stop laughing about it because yeah. just it and here's the thing, it's it's that way with everything is just embrace whatever it is that is going on with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whether it's because of the moon and its transitions or <clears throat> excuse me, whatever it is, you accepting the first piece to anything is accepting Mm -hmm. the moment that you accept something, whatever it is, good or bad, doesn't matter. It changes and starts to shift and it'll shift right through you and it'll shift right through you. It is absolutely amazing. So, you know, as much as we fight as human beings to, you know, hold on to something that is so dear to us, or we feel in our heart or in in our mental capacity, this is so dear to me, I can't let it go. What if I let it go? If you can spiritually let go of something, then you change your whole entire heart, mindset, and pro- possibly your physical body as well, because I believe that our mental health affects our physical body. And I believe that because of my own experience. When I was miserable and all of the things, and you guys know my story, if you've listened to us from the beginning, my entire physical body has changed. Yes, I've taken some physical um, action on that, of course, but 
um, and had a surgery to help as well. But that was just a piece mm-hmm. of how it helped change things for me. But the moment that I started working on the mental health and the mindset piece, that is when everything just started changing. Mm-hmm. And I was no longer physically sick and just all the things. So the moment that you can accept anything and just be like, okay, you know what? I feel off today. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to, you know, and, and you may not have the desire to do anything. Then don't do anything. Exactly. You're better off. That's your body telling you that you need, yep. <laughs> you need rest, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> or um, just to be able to find peace within the day within yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, cause our, you know, it's, it's proven over and over and over and over again that our body reacts to our mind. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like uh, overcoming <clears throat> pain. You know, I, and like Julie said, most of you know my story as well. And um, my body's been broken for a very long time, but I have never allowed the pain to run my life. Um, does that mean it doesn't hurt? No, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It just means that it's going to hurt no matter what. So I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Right. Um, and but in doing that, what it does is it keeps your. Your body your your body, I'm sorry, um, more in tune to your your spirit or your mind. And it literally helps you overcome that pain. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that it's not going to be back there waiting for you first thing in the morning because right. it does every day and how we get past that I, i'm not 100 percent certain you know but you know you just might not be till the next life you know it's um it's what your focus is right yeah. and so very early in my pain process i i learned that you know my back was going to hurt whether i was working or whether i wasn't working so i might as well be making money and and doing that, um, you know, there's the saying, you know, in recovery, you got to make your pain your friend. And that's kind of what I did with my physical pain. I just kind of made it my friend. Not that I loved that friend every day. <laughs> there were days I hated his guts <laughs> and never wanted to see him again. Right. You know, but at the same time, you know, you kind of embrace it and it just it is what it is you know and you know hopefully one of these days maybe you know um we found new medications you know that's not pharmaceuticals right uh that helps better than probably any pharmaceutical i've ever had in my life um it's not poisoning us and it's not poisoning us right it's not you know no harmful side effects and all that jazz and i truly feel better you know, so how can that be a bad thing, right? It, it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, so it's like you just got to be open to the idea. You know, we got to, you know, we use the word indoctrination a lot, but, you know, sometimes there's just no way around it. You really got to break free from the indoctrination of society's norms and how they tell you. You know, you got to do this or you got to do that. You got to believe this or believe that, you know. Um, I, too, was like Julie, always looking up at the sky. And whether it was sunset or moon 
sunset or sunrise or moonrise. They've always been my most favorite times of the day. And um, it's because I'm a starseed, you know, I mm-hmm. think well, most of us are. And, you know, so if we come from the stars, you know, well, no wonder we're not, we're always looking up, you know, because right. that's, that's our home, you know, our home is the universe. Yeah. And, you know, but beyond that, it's like, you know, we're, we're taught the, the power, you know, in the sun. And, but we're really not taught about the power that the earth holds, you know, rocks hold, trees, plants, right. animals, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, the, the power and the healing that the moon and stars hold. And I'll be straight up. I never, I never really gave that much, like the astronomically, you know, stuff too much thoughts. Horoscopes, you know, I've always, you know, been kind of intrigued by them. And, you know, just like everybody else, you read it. And there's days it's like, yeah, it's spot on. And there's days it's not so much. But we did uh, think um, an app called The Human Design, My Human Design. And it takes your horoscope on a whole different level of things because it actually looks at where all the stars were and what, you know, comets were flying around and the stardust and, I mean, just absolutely everything in the universe and how it pertains to our bodies. And when you dissect that, it is 100% on mm-hmm. on our character, our attitudes, our body. I mean, just every part of our soul. Yeah. is in that human design and when i saw that then um that made me start to look towards the moon a little bit and so we uploaded a app called moonly and um it's pretty pretty awesome little app and it just helps educate you know the you know stuff about the moon and some other things as well and you know it's like you can say whatever the hell you want, and you know you don't want to believe it. That's your choice, and you know God bless you. And I, we respect you for that. And, and we respect you for that. But for myself, every single time, it doesn't matter how I am feeling. I can pull up that app, look at where the moon is, and what that means for the day. <laughs> every freaking time, it's like, yep, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Yeah. Today. Because it directly affects us. Yep. And, you know, we are in this moment right now, you know, the, the full moon, especially the, the big one that we just had. And it's and it's going to last for a few days. You know, this is the time, guys, where we're, you know, this is where we make, you know, the miracle happen when it's in our lives. Yeah. You know, this is where we get to set our intentions uh, through prayer and meditation, you know, and really focus on, you know, what we want the next whatever, you know, mm-hmm. next week, month, year, 10 years, lifetime to look like. Um, this is when the universe is when God, you know, just, I don't want to say hears us louder, but it's just when we're the most connected well, to it, it, right? it opens up. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a spiritual thing. And it is hundred percent spiritual. If you're a surface level spiritual person, then you probably won't get that. But if you are open minded and open hearted, then there's there's like you know the bible talks about the veil right there is a veil there is a spiritual veil Mm -hmm. and that veil i mean it happens throughout many times throughout like a year span or whatever where you know when that veil is thin for yourself exactly and and you 
see it. And on the universal realm in this place where the moon is, it was super, super thin. Yes. It's extra thin. And so... And you um, could feel it last night. You could literally... Yeah, you could. You could feel it. Was it was so and, strong. Um, so anyhow, you know, we... We had, you know, we had a we had a really good night and, you know, it it was great for me because I felt like I was able to get to a really good healing place uh for myself. Um and I think, you know, you had the same experience. Yeah. And um you know, I I think that oftentimes People are, you know, we're afraid of, which is the li living in fear, excuse me. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we will stop ourselves from doing certain things or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. because we are afraid of what other people think or, exactly. you know, whatever the case is. Or we and, just don't fully understand. Or we don't, yeah. Way. Or, or we just have a lack of understanding of what it is. And the more that you, um, educate yourself and find your own knowledge you know what what suits us may not suit you and exactly. and that is okay um i i you know i know there's plenty of people that you know i you know follow or listen to or whatever and sometimes they say stuff and i'm like mm, no it doesn't it just doesn't resonate sure. with me it doesn't suit for me in that moment in my life now that doesn't mean that later down the road you know that it doesn't and that's probably just me being more open mm -hmm. um to whatever that is but if you know again i know we've probably talked this so many times but when we stop ourselves from asking questions seeking for knowledge seeking for our truth um it's almost like we're killing ourselves. That's mm -hmm. the only way I can put that mm -hmm. is it's, it feels like we are actually killing ourselves because mm -hmm. we are, we are no longer open mm -hmm. to any other concept, but this concept, exactly. because you know, this works for me in the beginning. But the problem is as you, grow and you transcend and you ascend however you want to say that you you are constantly seeking for knowledge exactly when you stop doing that you stop growing mm -hmm. and you know just because you know you don't necessarily see that this way or i can't understand or see it the way that you see it or whatever doesn't mean that it's wrong or you know whatever the case is um but doesn't mean it's wrong yeah. and um so you know it was it was nice last night you know we live pretty private and there's only just a few people around us where we live um and so it was nice because even though those people were moving around and, you know, the hustle and bustle of whatever it was that they were doing in their own lives, um, even some moving around outside and stuff. At first, I was like, uh, what are people going to think? You know, like, 
I, there was a little bit of a, you know, worry there for me, you know, just because of how the world is. Um, but then I reframed my mindset and said, it doesn't matter what they think because it's not for them. This isn't for them. This is for you. Exactly. And so throughout the day yesterday, I did, you know, as I wrote my letter and, you know, I sat outside and I cried and, you know, um, all of the things, you know, I would find myself moving back and forth into, you know, like our neighbors came out while you were down the road and I'm like, oh my gosh, they can see me crying. What are they thinking? Like sure. something wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It didn't matter because it, you know, I mean, could someone have said, are you all right? Is everything okay? And I could have said, sure. yeah, I'm fine. Just, you know, but they didn't and that's okay. Yeah. And they didn't need to. Um, so I guess my point in saying all that is that if you step out of that fear place, if you're one of those people like me about what, what will people think, you know, kind of thing. If you step out of that, the growth and the healing that comes from it is amazing, right? Um, when we are at a place, a transition place in our life, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, whatever that is for you. Um, we are about wanting to find healing in that area of our life. And so we will reach out, search out, whatever the case is. And when the rubber meets the road, as they say, <laughs> and you get to a place where, okay, now you know what it is you have to do to, you know, work with this person, whatever it is, um, then all of a sudden in your life, there are, there are obstacles. Always. Always. There is something that comes up. Always. And all of a sudden, you can no longer do it. You can, you know, because you've got this, this, and this is going on, whatever the case is. I'm telling you, when that happens, that is when you have to dig your feet in. Got to push through. You've got to push through. And you have to be able to stand up. Because your inner person, your inner child, your your inner teenager, the person who's screaming out for healing, wants you to stand up for them. Mm -hmm. They want you to, to keep them safe. Because somewhere in their life, they have not felt safe. And they want you to be like, can you keep me safe the way my dad did not keep me safe? Or exactly. the way that my mom did not keep me safe? Or the way that whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And digging your feet in and pushing through and finding that healing is the only way you can argue with me if you want but it is the only way for you to find growth and for you to transcend to the it's next the level way to freedom and peace yep when um i first got into recovery i had someone tell me that and um, you know, when I joined my first 12 step group, you know, that was me making a statement that I needed to heal and I didn't know how to. So I was going to do what these guys told me to do. And as soon as I made that commitment, every Saturday night, I think was it that was. first group. God, I remember that. <laughs> sucked. Huh? Yeah. Every Saturday night. 
something would come. I mean, and you know, and I, I never missed, I never missed a group, but you know, there was always something there to pull me away. Yeah. And it would have been very easy to just say, ah, screw it. I can't, I gotta, mm -hmm. I gotta stay at work, you know, tell my boss, sorry, dude, I got, you know, um, whatever. Yeah. Or tell my sponsor, you know, I can't make it tonight cause I'm, I gotta work. And, but I made a decision and instead of doing that, I would tell my boss, sorry, dude, I got to go to a group, <laughs> right. you know, I'll handle it Monday morning or come in tomorrow on Sunday and do it, whatever, you know. Um, but it was, and, you know, and, and here's the thing, when, when you push through that stuff, those obstacles, they get easier and easier and, and not that they ever like totally disappear, but it's, you, if you can get through that first couple, three weeks of that stuff. After that, it, it truly, it truly changes. It, it, it really does. Yeah. And, you know, when Julie was talking about the veil, you know, I, I you know, church doesn't do the whole veil any justice, um, you know, and, and there's one part in scripture when Jesus is crucified, it says that the, the veil in the, in the, the church at that time, in the, uh, the temple, was torn in two and you know they they will read through that and they just kind of move on to what's next right uh which is the resurrection that's what everyone wants to talk about mm -hmm. but i personally think the most important part of that entire story is that very thing it's the veil being torn and the reason i say that because the the symbolism there for the jews was you could not see god's face right you couldn't see the holy of holies right the veil was there and there's only one priest i think a year that was allowed to go in that room blah 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 so and so there was a separation between all of mankind and god at that moment <laughs> that veil was removed and what that did was it opened the possibilities for mankind to be one in union with god mm-hmm that was already there <laughs> okay and you know there's lots of proof of god's relationship with mankind throughout all history but uh for the religious establishment of that time yeah what it was really signifying was the breakdown of that religious establishment period mm -hmm. saying that there is absolutely nothing religious that can bring you closer to god there is nothing religious that can keep you separated from god mm -hmm. because god is here Right. And so that veil, you know, my encouragement for you guys is just think of that veil as opening up the possibilities to whatever is next for you in your in your journey. Right. Yeah. We're, we're all in different places. There's no right or wrong, good or bad about how you're doing it, you know, um, and even even religion, you know, and I have tried keep trying to retrain my brain because my go-to excuse me is religion is bad religion is bad and um but what religion has done for myself was it did give me a starting point and you know so in that starting point you know i learned stuff and then i had to unlearn stuff now <laughs> to find the truth but still it gives you a base right so if even if that's all it does is give you a base of what your core belief is and you're willing to open your heart and mind and expand your core belief system and to allow it to grow by tearing that veil down 
and just allowing the spirit of God to work, then possibilities are limitless for you and us because um, that's just how the universe works. Yep. Right? And the only limitations that are out there are the ones that we impose upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. The only limitations that you're facing right now are the ones that you have imposed upon yourself. And that is a fact. Yep. You can blame everybody else. You can blame the system. You can blame your spouse. You can blame your parents. You can blame whoever the hell you want to blame. But it all starts with you. And you have the ability to change that. You just have to make the decision and say, okay, today, you know what? I'm ripping that veil off. I'm tearing off the freaking scab, the band-aid, whatever. And I'm going to make a change. And you can do that. Yes, that's good. Thanks. I don't really have anything after that. That's good. So, that being said, if today's your day and you're like, hmm, maybe I'm ready to rip off the scab. We have a couple openings left in our coaching business. And we would love to help you. You can get a hold of us at cedahope 329 at gmail.com. And uh, you can message us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Cedar Hope. Cedar Hope 329. No. No, Cedar Hope Life Coaching. Soul Coaching. And soul Coaching. And soul, coaching. soul Coaching on Instagram, Life Coaching on uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, so get a hold of us. We'd love to help you on this journey. We have new exciting things coming, gang, and uh, we're so excited for your future. So you all have an amazing day today. We love you. Love you. Peace out. <laughs>